guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina and I'm your host. I'm a holistic health coach and I am the creator of the blog addictedtolovely.com. I'm also the host of another podcast called Straight Up Paleo, which you should definitely check out if you like podcasts. And I'm super excited to be talking with you today. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had a nice, relaxing weekend. I am recording this before Thanksgiving, but I know I'm going to have a great Thanksgiving with my friend Addie, who's coming into town. And I'm sure we will record a podcast while she's here, so that'll probably be up relatively soon. But in the meantime, let's talk about some things, some updates. So now it's Christmas season, which means I give you permission to listen to Christmas music and wear Christmas sweaters every day and watch Christmas movies all day long. So please do that and definitely check out my blog if you want some yummy Christmassy recipes. I have some great paleo gingerbread men on there, some nice hot cocoa, all of the things. But remember my Brand new ebook, hashtag no sugar, no problems, is live. You should totally pick it up. You can get it on my website or at bit.ly slash no sugar, no problems. It's an ebook filled with 30 paleo sweetener free desserts. So by sweetener free, I mean sugar free, but I also mean no sugar replacements. So no stevia, no xylitol, no erythritol, no monk fruit, no bananas, no dates. Totally keto-friendly. Most of it's candida diet-friendly. There are low FODMAP options. There are options if you are just low-carb, diabetic, all the things. I just want everybody to be able to enjoy some dessert this holiday season. So hopefully this helps you out if you have to reduce the sugar in your life for any reason. I've got everything from cookies to cakes to mug cakes to smoothies and milkshakes and even some yummy peppermint fudge brownies that are fabulous. So you have plenty of options and there's something in there that everyone will love, I think. So use the code actuallyadultish at checkout if you want 20% off. And again, you can get that on my website, addictedtolovely.com or bit.ly slash no sugar, no problems. And I hope you like it. Also, even though it is past Thanksgiving, the ebook that Kaylee Clark and I made, Gratitude, a healthy holiday guide for a paleo Thanksgiving, those recipes and all of the lifestyle content that we have in there is so applicable throughout this entire holiday season. So I definitely recommend you grab that if you haven't already as well. And you can use that same code actually adultish for 20% off. And you can get that at bit.ly slash gratitude HHG or on my website and all the infos in the show notes. But so many good recipes, but I think that the real winner in that ebook is just all of the lifestyle content talking about how to deal with stress and your mindset and holiday treats and exercise during this season. I know a lot of us struggle with all of that. So check that out. The other thing that I wanted to let you know about is you guys know that I'm obsessed with essential oils. I use them for everything. They have changed my life. And I recently posted to my blog a little essential oils starter guide and you can find that. I put a tab up 
at the top of the website so it's really easy to find so if you're interested in learning more about that definitely just head to my website and check that out because I put everything you need to know in there and I think it's super helpful so definitely check that out also our giveaway with simply organic is still running you can be one of three winners who are going to win their top three spices. So those three spices are chili powder, garlic powder, and cinnamon. And I love Simply Organic Spices. I think everybody can use some more spices in their life. Spice up your life. All you have to do to enter is go to our most recent Instagram post and follow us. Follow Simply Organic Foods. Tag a friend. The, that giveaway is going to end December 1st, so you've got one more week. Pretty easy to enter, I think, so you should definitely do that. Just a reminder, if you haven't already joined our Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation, please do so. And if you want to support the show, you can do that either by shopping through the Amazon link in the show notes or on our website. It doesn't cost you any extra money, but some of the money goes to the show and the production costs. You can also become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash actuallyadultish and pledge any amount of money that your heart desires. It can be a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, and that just goes to this show and I would really appreciate it. Every little bit counts. And it's a season of giving. So I want to be able to keep putting out free content for you guys each week. And that helps me do that. So I think that's all the housekeeping stuff. Today I'm super excited because a dear friend of mine, my mentor in many things, has joined me, Nicole Christensen. She is a senior director at Beauty Counter. And many of you know that I became a Beauty Counter consultant over a year ago now. And I absolutely adore Beauty Counter for so many different reasons. First of all, I mean, I love the products, obviously. If you guys follow me, you know that's the majority of what I use for my makeup, my skincare, my hair care, my body care, everything. But I also just love the company and you guys know that I'm really, really passionate about safer beauty, clean beauty. I'm really passionate about reducing the toxins in our environments because that has affected my own health and it affects so many other people's health and most of us don't realize it and it's just a really easy swap to make. So I'm just passionate about the whole movement because Beauty Counter is in Washington right now fighting to try and get the beauty industry regulated. Um... And that is really important to me as well. So Nicole is the one who is my beauty counter mentor. And she's the one who introduced me to beauty counter. And since has become just a huge inspiration to me in so many things. A life mentor as well. A dear friend. I love her so much. And I wanted to have her on the podcast to just kind of talk about safer beauty and safer personal care products because she's so knowledgeable and she has done a lot of work herself to help Beauty Counter push this movement towards safer products. And, you know, she's just, she's so relatable, which is why I was drawn to her at the beginning. And I just love her and really appreciate that she took the time to come on here and share a little bit about it. And we also talk about beauty kind of the company itself and how it works. And I know a lot of people have different questions about what are these consultants? You know, I don't get how beauty kind of works, all of these things. So we explain everything and I hope you guys find it interesting and you love it. 
also the sound on this is a little off because my Skype was just not working. I'm sorry, but you'll be fine. Don't worry. It's still an amazing episode with a lot of great information. So I think you guys are going to love it. So without further ado, I'm going to hop in and we'll chat with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Christina. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. I know. I'm so excited to talk to you. I've been, you've been on my, my roster for a long time. I'm glad I moved to the top. Yes. (laughs) So for people who aren't familiar with you, because I'm very familiar with you, why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, Hello, listeners. Uh, My name is Nicole Christensen, and I live in Chicago, Illinois, although I am originally from California. Um, My background is actually interior design, a certified interior designer, and worked for a commercial architecture firm for a lot of years, and still do that. I'm obsessed with design and very picky, Um, and for the last three years have been a consultant and educator with Beauty Counter, and I'm currently a senior director with Beauty Counter. Yes, and that is how we met through Beauty Counter. Thank you. So why don't we talk a little bit about how you got started with Beauty Counter? Yeah. Do you like literally want to know like how I even heard about Beauty Counter? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I originally heard about Beauty Counter through Gwyneth Paltrow's blog, Goop. And to be honest, I ignored it because she promotes like $700 t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> That's seriously. just not really my world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I heard about Beauty Counter through Environmental Working Group, which is a really great nonprofit. And for any listeners out there that are not familiar with them, and if you're into healthy living, I would highly recommend checking them out. Um, but there was an event in Newport beach where I was living at the time at a brand new restaurant, (laughs) free wine, free food. Hello. I'm there. Um, but I really was kind of intrigued. Like, why am I hearing about this company twice in like a month? And from like what I thought were kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, and so I went to this event and Greg Renfrew, who is the founder of Beauty Counter, was speaking. And at that time, I think Beauty Counter had been around for maybe a year or two. So still fairly new um, or newer than they are now. So they're still, I think, kind of new. But um, I was just really impacted by her story. It really resonated with me. And I almost felt like she was giving like my story. She was talking about how she had just watched this movie called Fed Up which is all about sugar and just how sugar is just in everything that we eat and how addicting and really kind of horrible it is for our health. Um, Talking about working out and yoga, eating organic, you know, all these things that I do. Um, And then kind of shared the difference between the European Union and the United States when it comes to personal care products. And I was just blown away. And I was so impressed with the transparency of the company, the look of the products, the feel. And um, without actually trying any products, I came home that night. And mind you, I left for the event telling my husband that I was going to go to this thing. And I said, if they even ask me to become like a consultant or whatever, because I had all these preconceived notions in my mind of what that meant. And I didn't see myself as a salesperson or whatever. Um, And of course, I came home and said, hey, I think I want to be a consultant with this cool company. So you were sold basically just because of, like, the message. 
Exactly. I was just, I thought it was so cool because what I love about Beauty Counter and maybe we'll get more into this, but it's, we're more than just an eye cream or a foundation. We are really about educating people. There is a crazy issue going on right now and it's been, you know, overlooked for many years, decades, I would say. And I loved Beauty Counter's stance that one, they were going to kind of break through and really talk about what's going on. Um, in the personal care industry and that they were going to advocate um, so that no matter where you buy products, your products should be safe. Like we just, we shouldn't even be having this conversation basically. And so that really resonated with me. And I also saw an opportunity. I was miserable um, in my job and just not fulfilled. And I was looking for something else. And um, I saw an opportunity with what I felt was a, is a growing market that I think is, we're only headed more towards this direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to dive into like every aspect of what you just said, but I want to kind of back up for a second and talk about, I mean, have you always tried to live a healthy life or like when did you start getting into eating organic and exercising and all of that? Totally. So my visions of high school, my dad, so sweet, would put make our breakfast for us in the morning, which consisted of cornflakes that he would take a spoonful of sugar and sprinkle on top and put a banana on top with oh, non-fat milk. Oh my gosh. It's like so and classic. We, so classic. So 90s. And we really thought that was healthy. Um, my entire life, I've actually struggled with seasonal allergies to the point where I've had two sinus surgeries and have been on every medicine known to man to try to, you know, alleviate those symptoms. And one year I actually had three sinus infections, which if you get a sinus infection kind of in the traditional medical world, they will give you a, um, you know, an antibiotic. And so it was three rounds of antibiotics. And there was just something about me that was like, this just doesn't feel right. And, you know, I was working out doing yoga, doing Pilates, whatever, like, and I love to cook and eat and all of that. Um, again, in what I would consider like a somewhat healthy way, like I would eat oatmeal for breakfast, you know, um, what have you. And anyways, after these three sinus infections, I went to a naturopathic doctor because I just really felt like, gosh, is, am I just doomed to be like miserable for the rest of my life? Um, and she asked me to give up dairy and sugar. And it was really, um, you know, I cried literally in that appointment. Hello, ice cream, um, dairy and sugar in one. Um, but it was in that next two months that I went cold turkey from sugar and dairy that, um, my allergies went away <laughs> and that was life changing. And that really one opened my eyes up to how sugar is in everything. Um, and made me look more at my diet and saw that made me see that I could really control my health to some level. Um, and so from that point forward, I feel like I have just had this kind of natural progression towards, you know, what my dad would say, like I'm uber granola E to, um, what I think, you know, is just kind of what you and I kind of strive for of just like being healthy, feeling good about ourselves, no matter what size that is, but just, um, eating clean, eating fresh, um, eating, you know, organic when we can trying to reduce our toxic load, um, and, you know, being active mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, this full circle picture. Yeah. And so I think that that's pretty common how people find this way of living. It kind of starts, it tends to start with a health issue and then you figure out how much diet affects it. And then, so how did you progress from that to looking into the toxins around you? 
Totally. Um, so yeah, this was maybe a year, um, before I heard about like beauty counter and stuff, but at that same time, um, you know, I would read a blog post or, you know, maybe talk to a friend or something. And I would start hearing these buzzwords like parabens or phthalates. And, you know, I had no idea what those words were. And, um, so I would, you know, look at something and again, um, I was kind of, I've always been someone who cared about the earth and, you know, maybe recycled or like donated to things maybe more so than the average bear. But, um, at that time I was buying products that had like a tree on them, you know, or they said something about being earth friendly or eco. And so I thought, okay, surely if it's good for the planet, um, it has all these, you know, graphics and, um, colors that, you know, make me feel like I'm doing something good and saving the rainforest at the same time. Um, this has to be good for me and my skin. And, Um, it was really, um, after going through the diet change and seeing one, how, you know, misinformation there is in our food system and, you know, they can label, you know, things natural and you're like, okay, cool. Well, chicken actually should be natural. Why do we have to label that? And, you know, they could put the word natural on a box of frosted flakes and, I don't actually think that that's natural. And so, you know, unfortunately, you know, you have to do some sleuthing, um, and detective work to really figure out what is actually what. Um, and so once I started understanding, for example, that the European Union bans about 1,400 ingredients from personal care products, where the United States currently bans 33, I was kind of like, huh? Mm-hmm. And then I learned that the United States has not passed a major federal law since 1938 governing the personal care industry and that it's really kind of like the wild, wild west. And it's drastically different even from our food system where, you know, to be an organic carrot or broccoli, you have to have, you know, certain standards um, and go through like a third party, you know, approval process. And it's, it's somewhat regulated Um, whereas in the personal care industry, there's zero regulation for that term organic. And actually, you know, even more so what organic means in the food industry just does not mean the same thing in the personal care industry. And so, um, yeah, I feel like maybe I'm taking a long time to answer your question, but it, it really was a journey Um, that I would say, you know, really ramped up when I got rid of dairy and sugar. And then over the course of a year, heard these buzzwords, thought I was buying safe products. And then really it was Greg Renfrew and Beauty Counter that really opened my eyes and I, and the environmental working group, um, because they have a great app called healthy living that you can scan a product and it scores it from like zero to 10. And I always say, you know, 10 is like cancer in a jar and zero is uber safe. And so that, was really great because I could take a look at my products. And and what really infuriated me is it's one thing if a company um, is like, oh, we have this great mascara and they're just talking about the performance or the color or whatever. It's another thing when a company says, oh, we're all natural. And that connotates safety for most of us, you know, or that that's good for us. But that company actually doesn't have to back the back of their product with what they put on the front of their product. And so um, that is really this kind of evolution of saying, okay, wait, just like I had to take a look at, you know, my oatmeal and my chicken stock and a can of chili to make sure that it didn't have sugar in it, which you would think those things wouldn't, but they do in a lot of cases. I realized that I also had to start doing the same thing with personal care products. Exactly. And I think 
that's why like the EW the app, the Healthy Living app, is so useful because we have to look at ingredients and everything. But I think it's much easier with food. Like you know the buzzwords, but let's be honest. Like in make, I mean, I don't know all the words I should be looking for in makeup. You know, I just absolutely not. Like they're so yeah. Long. <laughs> um, and the thing is, is some of the ingredients can have crazy names like hyaluronic acid. I'm sure maybe a lot of people have heard of. It's a fantastic ingredient. It helps um, like makeup not settle into fine lines and give a more youthful look. It's great and it's actually safe, but it sounds really unsafe, you know. Um, whereas you know maybe something else like perfume or fragrance um, is a word that a lot of us, I think, think is like a good word, um, actually is a really unsafe word when it comes to personal care products. So yeah. Um, and you know, I really got to this point. I mean, if anyone out there has done any sort of diet where you're restricting yourself from gluten or sugar, it's almost a full-time job, you know? And it's like, for me, what I loved about beauty counter and all of their products meeting this really high echelon of safety, I would actually say we have the most stringent safety screen in the entire industry. Um, was like that part was done for me. You know, I got other things I want to do than look at the back of my mascara or my foundation each day. Can you talk a little bit more about why perfume slash fragrance doesn't necessarily a good thing to be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so fragrance or perfume or perfume, if we want to parler vous français for un momento, or that was, oh gosh, I did even, I think, espanol there. Um, we're going international, Christina. Yes, here. I love it. Um, so it is actually protected under copyright law back in like the 1500s or whenever, you know, people were making perfume and it was, you know, coveted and they didn't want anyone to know it was very proprietary. And so today that actually still exists where it's protected under copyright law. So you don't have to disclose what's in it. And most fragrances are made up of hundreds of chemicals. Um, and so it can kind of be a loophole for people. So they you know, could say all organic ingredients, um, but it's common an ingredient and in products to give, you know, a product a scent and it's, it's quite toxic. Um, fragrance, especially even when you spray it, you know, you're now inhaling it, let alone it's going on your skin. And, and just a note, cause I don't think we've covered this because if you're like me prior to knowing all that I know now, um, you know, I had no idea because you just don't think of it as an organ, but your skin is actually your largest organ and it absorbs something like 60% of what you put on it and what you put on it, um, that it absorbs that 60%. It gets into your bloodstream and like, I don't know, 30 seconds or less. It's pretty crazy. So it really is important that we start looking at this stuff when we're sadly seeing so many, um, health issues on the rise. And so um, fragrance and perfume is actually one of the easier ones to identify because we all know what that is, um, but it's insane. And you can even find unscented lotions that will have fragrance as an ingredient, um, which is just mind-blowing. So They also don't have to put all of the ingredients on the back. They don't. So just again, you know, it's hard for us because none of us lived in 1938 or 48 or 58 or 68 or 78, um, maybe some of you even 88, but, um, that was such a long time ago. And just, if you can even try to wrap your brain that that was the last time that this industry was regulated. So right now there's, I mean, there's just zero incentive or motivation for a company to tell you anything they, they just don't have to. So, you know, most companies do not spend the time or the effort 
or they do it to a level just enough to make you think that it's good and good for you. Um, because again, those, there's a lot of buzzwords right now because I think more and more of us are becoming aware at varying levels. And so they'll slap a word like all natural or organic. And again, just to maybe drive that point home, but I love to use the example of water and lead. So these are both organic ingredients, you know, water, um, but, um, natural and all of that. But water is actually a chemical if you think back to your periodic table, so H2O. Um, and we all know that that's a very safe chemical um, while being, you know, organic. Um, lead, on the other hand, is totally um, toxic. If you have it in your home, you have to have a hazmat suit to remove it. And it's still totally allowed in personal care products. In fact, it's very common in lipstick, um, which I think the average woman consumes some gross amount of lipstick in her lifetime, um, like 700 pounds or something that's mind-blowing. Um, and shampoo and other um, other products that lead can totally be used today. So, um, you know, just again, thinking back to 1938 and now we hear, you know, on the cusp of 2018, um, it's, it's quite insane. And we all use products. I don't care if you, you know, if you, I always say if you bathe, you use products, you know, even if it's a bar of soap. Um, but most of us use more than just a bar of soap, you know, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, toothpaste, eyeshadow, foundation, mascara, sunscreen. How many times do you put chapstick on throughout the day or a lip gloss? Do you wash your hands? Do you put lotion on? I mean, it, it just really adds up. And so by the time we, you know, walk out the front door for the day, we are um, just sadly, you know, our bodies are just bombarded with chemicals. And even at small doses, these small doses are adding up. And because there's been no regulation of individual ingredients, well, guess what? There's also been no, um, you know, looking at what happens when these ingredients interact. And we're just starting to see this. It's called like a bio um, cumulative load um, in our systems where they're bioaccumulating and they're grabbing and attaching one another. And um, they're really wreaking havoc on our system because a lot of these ingredients, um, they mimic hormones. And our body can't tell the difference between a synthetic hormone and a real hormone that we, we produce. And so it's why you're seeing a lot of um, prepubescent um, or early onset puberty in younger and younger girls, um, infertility, um, uh, breast cancer, it used to be like one in 20 women would get breast cancer and you really had your mom or your grandma had to have breast cancer for you to feel like that might be an issue for you. No more. Is that the case? It's now one in eight women will get breast cancer. I, I have a friend who is battling breast cancer, um, right now she's 35. Um, she was actually pregnant, um, and had to deliver the baby early, um, so that she could start her chemo treatments and had zero family history. Um, but you know, you know, she's talking to me now and we're working on getting her safer products because in that whole course, she really started to become aware of, as you said, Christina, you know, it often takes a health issue, you know, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous that it took my friend getting breast cancer for her to become aware that there's chemicals and toxic ingredients in the product she uses day after day and, you know, uses on her children. So, um, yeah, sorry. I feel like I just kind of went off on a tangent there, but this is just such important information. And I'm not saying that your eye cream is causing you cancer necessarily, but I just think that there's this huge piece of the puzzle that we haven't been looking at. 
And this is something we can totally control. And Beauty Counter is really proving that you can make awesome, high-performing products that are safe. I mean, we have our never list of 1,700 ingredients. So we took the EU's 1,400 added to that um, that we will never use. We have a five-step screening process. Um, and, you know, this is just a no-brainer. So Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, I think that... I feel like we're we're watching our world slowly start to become more aware and I feel like for example people are much more aware now of how diet is impacting them and they're they're addressing that but what I'm seeing I'm like okay you're addressing diet and that's a huge piece of the puzzle but that's not going to solve everything like if you are talking about living a non-toxic life and eating whole foods that's great but like if you're still filling your home and putting these things on your body that are toxic, it's going into your skin. And I mean, for me, that was my big wake up call because, you know, I had transformed my diet, I couldn't have been eating any cleaner, and I was still having health issues. And I was still having symptoms um, of like from gluten, and I couldn't figure out what it was from. And then I finally figured out it was from my lip products. And mm-hmm. when I got rid of like my lip products, then all of those symptoms went away. But then when I got, I was getting like really in-depth blood work for a while. And my doctor was like, what products do you use on your skin? And I was like, I mean, I don't know, just, you know, my CBS makeup. He was like, he's like, you have such high toxic load in your body. He's like, you need to fix your personal care products. And like most doctors would never say that, but I was seeing a functional medicine doctor, you know, it's like, and it yeah, you were very fortunate that yeah. your doctor was aware enough to mention that. Exactly. And that was, like, what, like, seeing that on the page really motivated me. And I agree. It's, like, don't wait for a diagnosis of something. And, like you said, it's easy swaps. But I just feel like it, it kind of kills me because I'm, like, this is such an easy piece of the puzzle to fix to improve mm-hmm. your life. And this is another thing um, that I want to kind of stress because, I mean, the main thing that attracted to me about beauty counter at the beginning was that because I wanted to switch all my products over but it was really hard for me because everything I tried that was safe according to EWG up to that point like it was safe but it wasn't working and you know me I'm a beauty I'm a beauty junkie like you know me like um and I was like well I don't want to give up my mascara you know like I'm not gonna yeah I couldn't do that or like this lipstick doesn't stay on like I don't like the cut like it's natural, but, it, you know, so I felt like I had to pick between a toxic product and, you know, performance. performance. And then totally. when I started trying Beauty Counter, I mean, you know, I freaked out because I was like, wait, this is better than my toxic products anyways. And it's yeah. Safe, so why would I not switch? You know? Exactly. No, I love that. And I love that that was really when Beauty Counter started it was that two pillar approach. She was like, I know I want safe products, but I also want to feel and look great, you know, and I'm not sacrificing that. And, you know, we're really at beauty counter saying we as women should not have to sacrifice our health in the name of beauty anymore. And, you know, even the name beauty counter is kind of a nod to one. We want to counter the beauty industry, but also just this as women, we, we want to go to a beauty counter. We want to be made up. We want to feel good to whatever level that is for you. You know, um, for some people, it might just be a tinted moisturizer to other people doing the full on cat eye and, you know, big red lips. Um, 
and that's great, you know, but yeah, absolutely. I just, um, these are things that we're using day in day out. And, um, it, it is something that we all really need to become aware of, um, because it is wreaking havoc on our systems. But the really cool thing is to your point, I think beauty counter is really pushing that, that cutting edge, you know, um, performance level. And Christy Coleman, who is a very famous celebrity, um, makeup artist is, you know, really the brainchild behind all, all of our products. And, you know, she basically said, yeah, I'll, I'll work with you, but these products have to work for me and my clients on the red carpet, you know, and it's like, okay, well, I guess if it's good enough for the red carpet, it's good enough for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, and we've won, I mean, we've won three best of beauty awards from Allure magazine for our do skin tinted moisturizer with SPF 20, um, for our mascara, and for um, one of our lip shares, um, which is really exciting um, to get that award is awesome. Yeah, no, it's so impressive. And I mean, I'm obsessed with all the products. So but I just I think that I just can't stress enough, because it kills me when people feel like they're like, I've done everything, my diet's great, but they haven't addressed this piece of the puzzle. This is always I feel like, the forgotten piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, so. And that's why we're so, we're this, we really are a movement mm -hmm. and why we even sell our products the way we sell, because this, there's a story here and that story gets lost if it's just on a shelf of a store. But when we as women can band together and we can talk and we can share, we can become a really loud voice for change. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this, I love that, you know, you wanted to chat with me today because this is such an important piece of the puzzle. And so for women to, that are listening or, and men, you know, because again, even men use products, even though they don't like to admit it, yeah. um, Everyone they absolutely hair, do. <laughs> exactly. If you're washing your hair, you are using products. Um, but that, um, this is how we can help educate people and get this, get this. So hopefully that this is a piece of the puzzle that isn't forgotten anymore, um, and really, um, make a difference. Um, and that's, you know, why we even go to Washington DC level because, um, we really just feel that whether, you know, we, we long for the day that if you buy your shampoo, you know, from target, from your hairstylist or from, you know, a beauty counter consultant, it should just be safe for you. But currently it is just not the case. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. And I mean, I just, I'm happy it works because there are a lot of companies that, for example, I tried natural skincare, right. But with like four pure ingredients and I'm still having skin issues. And then yeah. I actually got beauty counter products that worked and changed my life. But Another thing I want to talk about is, oh, and, and what I wanted to mention was, I mean, I think people are also becoming more aware of, you know, there are all these issues with birth control, hormonal birth control for women, and people are kind of becoming more savvy to the fact that it might be better for them not to just hop on the pill, and yeah. why? Because the idea of putting these hormones in your body, it's the same thing with your personal, like... You know, with your personal care products, like, if you are somebody who feels like you shouldn't be on the pill for those reasons, like, you also shouldn't be putting things on your skin that are also endocrine disruptors and hormone disruptors. You know, I, right. I think people make that connection. Right. So, I also, I mean, can we talk more about kind of some of the stats and some of the effects? Like, yeah. Like, what about with, like, births? 
So what they're finding, what's really interesting, so there's, you know, there's skeptics with everything and, and to, for good reason, you know, right? We all should, we should question, we should, we should acquire more knowledge and make sure we have the truth. Um, and so, you know, the skeptic out there might say, well, um, you know, um, how do I, how do I phrase this? But I guess, you know, that, that there's a way that you can basically not have any toxics or what have you, or like what the ingredients, you know, the, these products that you're putting on your skin, it's not doing anything. So they tested the umbilical cord of, um, a baby. So, right. A baby in the mother's womb, that umbilical cord has never been in the outside environment. So never, you know, had any hairspray sprayed near it or perfume or any personal care products, right. Just swimming inside of mama's belly. And, they have found hundreds of chemicals inside of the umbilical cord because whatever mom is doing, baby is getting. And so this ba- babies are being born basically pre-polluted. And, um, and that, I think, is a really eye-opening thing to think about. Um, and so whether or not you are pregnant, um, whatever it is that you are putting on you know, or in your body, it is living inside of you. And if you should get pregnant one day, you're going to give whatever that is to your child. And so, um, you know, even babies are coming into the world with, you know, basically like a few steps behind because they're not coming in as clean and pure as we once thought. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. And I, I mean that when I read that, I was like, that scared me, honestly. So another thing I yeah. want to talk about is, like, can we talk more about um, Beauty Counter's process of saying something's okay, Their, our regulation process? Yeah. So um, we, one, I kind of mentioned it a minute ago, but we are all about um, our never list, so these ingredients that we will never use. Um, we took the European union has 1400 ingredients that they have banned or restricted from products. So we took that, um, Canada has restricted about 600 ingredients, you know, and some of these overlap, of course, but we took those, um, the U S we took those 33 that we banned, um, got those on the list. Yeah. Woohoo. And, um, we actually, um, have added to that to be about 1700. We actually used to be 1500 and we've added ingredients to that, that we are like, no, these are not good and we're not going to use. So, um, we are at 15 or I'm sorry, we're now at 1700. Um, and that list is obviously open to, to growing, um, you know, 80% of the ingredients out on the marketplace right now for the personal care industry have never been tested for safety. So basically our um, ingredient selection process is a five-step process. So number one, it's ban intentionally. Um, it's that never list of really what goes beyond most companies' list of ingredients that they do not use. Um, we have, you know, our 1,700 that we will never, never use. Step two is really screening rigorously. Um, every potential ingredient is screened for safety. We look for information on specific hazards like cancer, developmental toxicity, hormone disruption, and we use many sources to figure that information out, be it industry, academia. We've even we partnered with UC Berkeley in California to do studies of ingredients, um, government bodies and nonprofit health organizations, and just you know consulting with scientists and industry leaders um, to reduce exposure to toxic chemicals and you know de- develop safer chemicals. Like I mentioned, there are some safe chemicals out there. 
My third step is just to learn constantly. Um, there are major data gaps on many cosmetic ingredients. Um, and companies are then allowed to make their own judgments about safety. And so we don't assume at Beauty Counter that the absence of data means a chemical is safe. It just simply means we don't know the potential health impacts. So let's err on the side of caution and not use it or implement a study to determine if it's safe or not. Um, number four um, step would be sourcing responsibly. Um, so, you know, we strive to choose the best available ingredients, um, and over 80% of our ingredients are organic, natural, or plant-derived, I should say, because those, again, those ingredients are generally safe, but there are other synthetic ingredients, um, that, if, you know, we feel are safe. So, again, we're not about all organic or all natural, we're about safety, um, and we, you know, aim to source those ingredients from sustainable non-GMO suppliers um, and, you know, supporting the U.S. economy when possible. We're really trying to get everything made in the United States. But what's been crazy is not all labs in the United States want to meet our standards. And that's really what's pushed us overseas in some instances, specifically with our, um, our makeup. We wanted zero detection of heavy metals. And we could not find a lab in the United States that wanted to meet that. So, so if you're sad. buying makeup that's made in the U.S., guess what? They have heavy metals um, in their makeup, um, which is really crazy. And then our fifth step is just share transparently. Um, you know, we always say we are about progress, not perfection. Um, we are doing the best that we can with the information that we have. And the minute we learn something better or differently, we respond to that. Um, and that's something I also really respect about Beauty Counter, that we're willing to change our formulations. We're not just going to sit back and say, look, we spent a ton of money and time and research into developing this. So once it is it, it is what it is. Uh, no, we go way beyond that. And um, we are constantly screening to make sure um, that these um, products are truly safer for each and every one of us. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I am so... I've always been so impressed with when it comes to beauty counter is they will take something off of the market if there's even a hint of it not being up to their standards. Like there have been so many best-selling product, like top-selling products that they've removed because yeah. they just don't want to risk it. And like what other company would do that? I know. I really love that. And again, just a reminder for listeners, because it's so easy to kind of us to think of what happens in the food industry as similar in the personal care industry. But, you know, if your spinach gets E. coli or, you know, Chipotle had the salmonella outbreak, it's on every news station. You can go get a refund at these places, right? That doesn't happen in the personal care industry. They don't have to tell you anything. In fact, if anyone's been up late at night and seen the when hair care commercials, you know, they're in a major lawsuit because women are losing their hair. And this has been brought to the FDA. They are aware that there are, you know, harmful ingredients in this product that is causing women to lose hair. Um, you can still buy one hair care today, even though it's known to have adverse health effects. So um, you really... Um, it's just, it's really sad. But yeah, my favorite one was Beauty Counter. We, our eyebrow pencil and eyeliners, we had said they were vegan. And we found out that there was a trace, okay, trace, like almost invisible amount of like fish oil in the pencils. And so we removed them. Mm -hmm. 
And we went back and said, okay, what do we have to do? Because we are saying that this is vegan. So, um, we really, we really walk the walk. Um, and I can say after now being with the company for three years, that that is really what I respect the most about beauty counter. Um, is that just complete transparency and always coming forward and saying, look, this is what's going on and we want to do better because you deserve better. We deserve better. Yeah. No, I love the transparency. And I also want to talk a little bit more about like, I mean, it's not just that they're putting out these amazing products, but, like, these women are in Washington. So yeah. I would love to talk more about, like, the work that, like, the company is actually doing. Absolutely. And I get to gloat for a minute because I actually got to go to Washington, yeah, D.C. with Beauty Counter. Um, so fantastic. So we have Lindsay Dahl, um, a part of Beauty Counter headquarters, and she – um, is basically our um, advocate um, at the Washington, D.C. and like um, policy legislative um, level. And so um, we have gone multiple times. Um, we're actually working Senator Dianne Feinstein, and um, she's out of California, and another one I think out of New Hampshire. I mean, I can't think of her name. Collins? Anyways, oh, um, they are trying to update these laws. Um, it's not to the level that we would want a beauty counter, but it's progress. Um, and so we've been really working hard with those senators, um, to bring light to this issue, um, and meeting with Congress. The trip that I got to go on, um, last year was, um, we had a hundred meetings in one day with, um, a hundred different consultants from all over the United States. Um, and we met with our you know representatives for each state that we were from respectively there and really got to, to chat with them and let them know. And what was just classic was a lot of these, you know, senators and policymakers had no idea. You know, we really were the first to tell them, hey, the, the shampoo that you're washing your kids with in the bubble bath might actually not be great for them. Um, you know, tear-free just means that there's a chemical in there that's causing their eyes to be numb. <laughs> it's, not, um, it's not actually a good thing. Um, so, um, we constantly work, we have a number that you can text, um, which maybe we can look that up and you can announce it at the end of the show. But, um, if you text that number to, um, you know, text the number, um, you'll get an email that you can just quickly sign and send, um, it will automatically send a letter to your representative. Um, last year I was living in Oregon and I met with representatives locally there in Portland, um, trying to help bring awareness um, as well as we've even done things like um, I know there's a clean products, uh, cleaning like house cleaning products act that California just passed that beauty counter was a part of helping that movement um, in the state of Oregon. We were influential in getting um, chem toxic chemicals out of children's toys. So we really, I mean, we're not only looking at personal care industry, we just are globally looking at this, toxic burden and how we can play a role in helping bring awareness and advocate for change, um, at, you know, this high level. And, you know, really what company is asking for regulation in the market that they serve? Exactly. And that also is, I think, a huge testimony to Beauty Counter that, you know, we're really showing that regulation can be good. Commerce can still happen. Profitability can majorly still happen. I mean, we've grown like 400%. Um, in the last year, I think is the statistic or something crazy. Um, and we're, we're asking for more regulation, you know? Um, so 
it's just really quite cool what we're doing and, and what we're pushing for. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm sure a lot of other makeup companies don't like this, right? Because if there's regulation, then their products are at risk yeah. of being pulled off. Totally. I mean, it's, it's a lot for a company to do what we're doing. I mean, it takes us so much time to come out with a product because, you know, we have to find these labs that will work with us. We have to look at ingredients that, you know, are safer. So maybe the traditional five ingredients that you would start with to make a moisturizer, you know, we have to kind of move to the side and start from scratch. So we're really inventing something every single time we come to the market with a product. Um, and so I get why other companies don't maybe want to do that because they took the time and now they just want to sit back and, you know, reap and profit. Um, but another thing, you know, and I don't think we've mentioned, but at Beauty Counter, we're also a certified B corporation, which stands for benefit. And that just means we have a triple bottom line, which is people, planet and profit. Um, Patagonia, Ben and Jerry's, um, those are other uh, certified B corporations, for example, um, and it's just really great because it just, again, yes, we want to be a profitable company, um, but we want to care about people and planet along the way, because guess what? If we don't have healthy people on a healthy planet, what is the point that we're doing all this for? So, yeah, no, I love that. And I don't think people, people never really think about the B Corp. And I didn't even know about that until I joined Beauty Counter. I was like, I don't know what a B Corp is. And like, I didn't realize how difficult it is to become a B Corp. Yeah. Um, so that is so impressive. And yeah. wow, I'm so proud of the company. Um, I want to talk about, so I want to explain to people the direct retail aspect of it because I feel like people get turned off from direct retail. I mean, let's like, let's just totally. be honest, you know? So, oh yeah. I mean, that's like I said, when I went to the first thing and I told my husband, you know, if this is even some sort of MLM or yeah. pyramid scheme, you know, I want nothing to do with that. Um, so what's really cool is Beauty Counter is actually direct retail, which is totally different. So your traditional companies that sell through consultants are um, what's called direct sales. Um, Beauty Counter did their model differently, just like we do everything else a little differently. And so what direct retail means is that we're a multi-channel brand. So a client can purchase Beauty Counter multiple ways. They can go to beautycounter.com and just purchase product all by themselves and not work with a consultant. They can go to one of our partners like J. Crew or Gwyneth Paltrow's Blog Goop. Or last year we had a nine-week limited launch with Target, which was super exciting. Oh, we were the best. first beauty brand that Target ever partnered with. Um, we have a pop-up shop in Nantucket Island and hint, hint, maybe some future pop-up shops coming. Um, or they can obviously work with a consultant. So, um, you know, just like the market is ever changing, we're really pushing the lines on what it looks like to do direct uh, retail and have coined this new term um, called direct retail. So that's, that's kind of what that means. Um, it's, not, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's not... Um, I don't know. It's nothing like I ever thought, and it's been fantastic for me. Yeah, well, so why why do we use consultants, you know? Yeah. So, again, as we've kind of – you and I, right, we've, we're having this conversation, and we're trying to just get the word out um, about just products in general and what's going on, right, um, with your audience. 
Um, that's why there's consultants because this really is a movement that needs a voice and it needs lots of voices. And just like when you have, you know, a great outfit and you're like, Oh my gosh, these are the best jeans ever. I want to go tell my best friend or, you know, Christina, you've got this great, um, new recipe book with, um, you know, no sugar. Like you want to share that with everyone because so many of us are wanting to have dessert without sugar. So it's like, hallelujah, there's finally something here for us. Um, likewise, we want to share, you know, when we have this kick-ass mascara that guess what is not toxic either. So, um, you know, and really providing that service, you know, um, for people, a lot of people, they don't know, they don't know what, what products they need. And so as a consultant, you know, we can help guide them as we use the products, we have, you know, a team that we're able to get so much information from headquarters, obviously, um, and really provide kind of that concierge service, I think, to our clients um, and getting them the, the best fit for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm glad you explained it that way. And it's also, it's so funny um, learning the different reasons that people become consultants because some people become consultants just because they're obsessed with the products. Some people literally will become a consultant without even having tried anything. They just love the like movie. Me. Yeah, and the yeah. message. Um, there are so many different aspects of it. And I mean, yeah, when I was first hearing about it, I was just kind of like, okay, this is weird. Direct retail, like, I don't I don't really. And then as soon as I learned about the company, tried the products, I was like, I don't care. I'm obsessed with this. So, yeah. I mean, also, so let's talk about, like, what it's like to be a consultant. Um, because that can go many different ways like some women it's their full-time job some women it's a side thing I think that it could help people to understand like because people will you know email me and be like I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me um so I think it'd be great if we could talk a little bit about the different ways that being a consultant could look in real life absolutely so it has many different facets and it really is one of those things there's lots of things are in life it is what you make of it. You know, what you put in it, you will get out of it. Um, but basically to become a consultant at beauty counter at the, um, let's start is it's $85 for that $85. You get your personal website, which is your ability to now sell and share the product with your network of people. Um, you're able to buy, um, at that time when you um, sign up, you can buy one of our three startup packages um, that get you the product so that you can start, you know, using it and sampling it and sharing it with your network again. And it comes at a heavier discount than the normal consultant discount, which is 25%. What I love about Beauty Counter, and I, not knowing this, I assumed this was how all companies were that have the similar type model, um, but have learned that that is drastically not the case. Um, Beauty Counter is just super cool, but we don't have to stock product there's no auto ship or auto renewals. Um, we have a 60 day return policy on everything. So it really, I always think of beauty counter. It's kind of like the Nordstrom of just, you know, we want you to be happy. We want you to love the product. So as a consultant, you're not ever feeling this intense pressure of like, I've got 90 eye creams I need to sell in the next month or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but so, yeah, so basically you sign up, you get started with some product, You've got your personal website. You work with your mentor, whoever you signed up under, um, and they help you really figure out what your goals are. Like whenever someone you know joins Christina and our team, we always chit chat and find out what is it that you want out of this. Do you just want you know to make a hundred or two hundred dollars a month and this just to be this really side slow thing, 
Um, or are you wanting to just hit the ground running and this to become your full career? For me and my story, I was really a slow progression. When I first started with Beauty Counter, I had a full-time, you know, 40-hour-plus um, hour job. And so I just kind of was like, oh, I want this product for myself. I would love a discount. Yeah. And um, I know I had, like, a small circle of people that probably, you know, trusted my opinion, valued my opinion, um, and that I could probably sell to a little bit. And so I was just kind of like, oh, like, we'll see where it goes. You know, like, what have I got to lose? It was like $85 on product. It's like, okay, worst case scenario, I have product that I'm going to use if I walk away, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like a zero failure, um, you know, chance of something bad happening or whatever. Um, and then over, you know, the course of that year, I did my full-time job and just here and there, as I had time, I would let people know, Hey, I, I do beauty counter. Do you, do you want to try product? Do you want to buy from me? Um, and honestly, I was really impressed with what happened, um, with putting not very much, you know, effort. I was able to make a few hundred dollars each month. And, um, I kind of, you know, I think earlier mentioned that I was looking for possibly another opportunity. And I remember telling my husband, I said, you know, I think if I focus more on this, I might actually be able to do something with this because the compensation plan that Beauty Counter has is amazing. Um, you know, you make up to 35% off of your orders that you sell to your clients and members. Um, and then if you want to build a team that you mentor, um, you can make, you know, um, compensation off of, um, you know, their sales and their growing businesses as well, which is really exciting. And so I just, I saw potential, um, and that's, you know, over the course of the years, it just kind of has added up. And so now, you know, some weeks I'll be honest, I, I had surgery actually the month of October, I was moving, we bought a new house. Um, I, you know, maybe put five hours into my beauty counter business. Um, other, you know, times like right now with holidays, it's been crazy busy, which is awesome because we have so many great holiday sets. And so I've been putting a few more hours towards my business. Um, you know, it's, it's just this great thing that, um, I get flexible, um, for my life and when I have time for it. Um, and again, you, you can just, you can make it what you want. And as you know, mentors, we really try to help figure out what's that best fit for you. Um, if this is going to be something that you want to do, let's make it worth your while. Yeah. And I think it's like really empowering on a bigger level to like beauty counters, giving women an opportunity to be their own bosses, you know? Totally. Um, so that's another reason I just, I love it, but I do, but I mean, we do have to meet like a goal of how much we sell. Um, yes. Um, so it's $1,200 over a six month period, right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Um, which is so doable. People hear that. It's and so I doable. Do That's so easily. Don't worry. Yeah. It basically breaks down to about $200 a month. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and the average beauty counter order is $110. So that's like two orders a month and your own personal orders can count towards that. So, you know, four months you're running low on something you by something that goes towards that. Um, I really, again, like I said, when I was doing this, I was working full time and I, you know, I, I have never had an issue meeting this, this requirement. The people that have issues meeting this requirement are literally not doing anything for their business. If you're not telling people that you sell beauty counter, guess what? People don't know you yeah, sell beauty know. counter. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't know how else to make that statement clear, but, um, 
to meet those minimum requirements. Um, I, again, you work with your mentor and we will help you if you want to be a beauty counter consultant, you know, I know Christina, she's a fantastic mentor. She's going to help you meet that requirement. Um, because it is so doable. (laughs) Well, Hey, we all work together. So when you get Christina, you get me, (laughs) you get actually a really great, great team. So yeah, it's um, totally fun. And I also, I mean, I also want to talk about, I think sometimes a lot of people have heard about Beauty Counter through social media. Um, and they think that as a consultant, you need to have a blog or a platform and that's absolutely not the case at all. So I, that's part of what I would love for you to speak to because you don't have a blog, um, and you run a thriving business. Like, yeah, I think I have like 500 followers on Instagram, so I'm, you know, yeah, Uber not cool. <laughs> you are though, but it just, like I want to explain to people, this is an opportunity that's accessible to any and every woman. It or really me. is. Um, I mean, there are people that are, you know, 70 years old that were retired that are having thriving businesses and, you know, making $5,000 plus a month um, to, you know... Um, someone like me who, yeah, I have no, I have no blog. I have a small social media following, you know, that pales in comparison. I'm not an influencer by any means. Um, but I have, I have a voice and I have, you know, I have friends and whether you have five friends or 50 friends, um, if you are willing to tell people about what's going on in personal care products, you know, you're not asking anyone to buy something they're not already buying. Mm -hmm. You're just educating them on what's going on in the personal care industry. And, you know, I always say, I never want a pity buy or a pity keep, but if you're running low on your foundation or your shampoo and you'd like to switch to something safer, I would love for you to give Beauty Counter a chance. You know, I don't ever feel like I'm a salesperson. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, So it just, um, it really is for anyone. Um, If you're passionate about something, you know, I think you can really actually sell anything because you're not selling, you're just sharing. Yeah. So, um, people, you can, you can do that through lots of different ways and does not, I mean, the managing director, my mentor, she's got a thriving business, you know, managing director is the highest level you can be in beauty counter. The average managing director makes $10,000 a month. Um, I don't even think she has an Instagram account. Um, you know, she, she doesn't know what a blog is. I don't think. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's absolutely not a requirement. Yeah. And mentors help so much and give you so much great advice. And I think one thing that a lot of people forget, and I, I forgot this at the beginning was beauty counter sells so much more than just makeup. Um, so I mean, my, some of my best clients are people who don't even really wear makeup, but they wash their hair and they wash their body and their hands and their children, you know? So it's not, it's not just for people who, who are wearing makeup, you know? Yeah, no. And hello, counter man. We have a whole men's line that sold out in eight hours. Yeah. Crazy. Um, It's officially launching. Like our launches sell out so fast. It scares me. Um, I know it's insane, but I just think it is just really showing how much people want this product. And once someone has tried beauty counter, they just, I mean, I literally got a text message from someone who I had sent some samples to that lives in another state. And I mean, all caps text message. I love these products. And I sent her a tiny thing of moisturizer and she just placed an order for like 10 different things, you know? 
um, based on that one sample that she was just like, yes, I, I, I'm in it as a brand. So yeah, that was, I was actually talking about that with um, somebody else this week talking about how I was talking about their marketing for their product. It's a, their coffee. And he was just saying, I know that I just have to get someone to try my coffee. But, like, the product speaks totally. for itself. And I was like, that's exactly how I feel about Beauty Counter. Like, I don't need to convince you. Like, if you try one thing once, you know, and that was the same with me. Like, how I got – you sent me a sample, and I was like, done. I'm in. Yeah, you know? totally. That charcoal bar. That charcoal bar. <laughs> a game changer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I think just, like, like kind of, like, the last thing I wanted to just touch on was – one thing that I – it sounds really corny, but one thing I just love about Beauty Counter is I have found such a community. I've never been in a situation where so many women are empowering each other and helping each other. Everybody in the Beauty Counter community wants to help each other, and we all want each other to have a thriving business. And I've met so many incredible women through Beauty Counter, which is just yeah. a side extra. But it's so – I mean, it's so impressive to me because I was a little worried, like, I'm going to join this and everybody's going to be competing and it's not like that at all. Like, I've had friends who are also consultants, like, I ran out of samples that I wanted to send and she'll mail me a sample so I can send. You know, like, mm -hmm. who, who else does that? Like, people are just so nice and I've made so many incredible friends and, like, met women like you. Like, you know, I found you, like, you started off my beauty counter mentor, but you're also just, like, a life mentor too, you know, and I never would have found you unless we had this common interest, this common goal. You know, I just think that that is such an important part for me. Yeah, no, I am the exact same way. I can, I can list off five people who are not even on my team that are, I mean, such wonderful dear friends who sent me flowers when I had surgery who when I was going, you know, we were all going for this Washington DC incentive and it looked like I was going to get it. And um, my friend in Minnesota on a completely different team was texting me every single day. Where are you at? I know you can do this. You've got this, you know, cheering me on for something that she too wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and I really, I think it's because we are so much bigger than ourselves. We really are this movement and this, you know, all of us, sadly, it is so sad, but all of us on some level, if it's not us personally, it's a friend or a family member that we know has been affected by some sort of health issue. And so we're really linking arms here, um, yes, to grow a thriving personal business for Christina Rice or for Nicole Christensen, but collectively, we're trying to really create this change, this movement for better beauty. Um, and, you know, that's why no, we are not an MLM. We are not direct sales. You know, we are a kick-ass company that you can totally be proud of to represent um, and have a thriving business at your, you know, pace, your flexibility, your freedom, um, and just know that you are representing an amazing product and company that's just trying to do better, not only for, you know, women, but just humankind, I feel like, um, it's just, it's really, it is, it's, it's just a really great culture to be a part of. Yeah, I love it. Um, the, are there any other, like, common misconceptions or, like, common questions you get asked that you just wanted to touch on before we go? Or, I feel like we covered pretty much everything I get asked. I know, yeah, I think a lot, yeah, it's, a lot of times it's people don't think they have enough time, and so I, my question back to you is how much time do you think it would take, you know? So, um, you don't need 
20 hours a week. You don't need 10 hours a week. You could do one hour a week. You know, um, again, it's what you put into it is what you get out of it. And you can do a lot in an hour. Um, you know, I know a lot of women that do a lot more, you know, in an hour. And oftentimes I think the busier you are, the more productive you are. So if there's even a twinkling of you thinking, I might want to do this, but I don't know if I have time for it. You need to reach out to Christina and we need to have a chat because, um, you will probably do really, really well with this um, if you're busy. And it's like you're you're selling an amazing product, right? But you don't even have to – you could weave it into your life. Like if somebody's saying they don't have time, I'm like, well, do you talk to your friends? You know, like exactly. or, or yeah. do, you, do you talk to your family? Like it just yeah. naturally comes up, you know? Like <clears throat> totally. When I'm – I'm walking with my friends and I mean, we always talk about, Oh, I found this new mascara that I love, you know, or like my mom, like mom, you need to try the shampoo. It just, it's not, it's not work. You know, you're no, talking it's not. About I mean, if you're taking a picture of your coffee to post on Instagram, yeah. you know, then you can take a picture of your foundation to yeah. post on Instagram or, you know, whatever, to whatever level that is for you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and I, like I said, I'll be the first to admit there was that part of me that was like, Oh, I don't want to be this like cheesy salesperson. I don't, I don't want to be whatever pre, you know, connotation I had in my head of what that was. Um, we just hell to the no are not that <laughs> a beauty counter by any means. Um, so, um, it's, it's really, it's a lot of fun. And the cool thing is like, you're talking about stuff that we're all using. Yeah. And you can run your business any way you want and be part of an amazing movement, an amazing cause because it's like, yeah, we're fighting for better beauty, but we're really fighting for better just health, you know? Totally. I mean, that's what it is. And better, yeah. regula- like, safety in general for everybody. Yeah. I mean, the best thing that could happen is that all of us run out of a job, right? Because we, this is like a mute point. Um, yeah. you know, sadly, I, I think it's going to be... I don't know if that will ever happen, but, and the great thing is, is, well, then that's cool. We still have high performing products. So, um, we won't be having to focus on the safety as much. We'll just be able to talk about how cool the products are, but, um, yeah. So let's talk about just, so when people hear this information and they think, okay, how do I support this? Like, how do I support getting the beauty industry regulated? I mean, talking about how they can do that. Totally. Yeah. There are like four ways, maybe even more. Let's I can list off ways you can get involved. Um, so the the easiest, quickest thing you can do that would take you ten seconds. And Christina, I'm assuming you can maybe add this on at the end of the podcast, but I yeah. just don't have it memorized. But that phone number yeah, for people to text. I'll put it in the show notes so people can just read. Awesome. It. Yeah. So yeah, that right there. Send a message to your local representative saying that you want better health protective laws. That'll take you a minute. Um, one, you know, we use the hashtag switch to safer. So, you know, we are, what we spend our money on speaks volumes, right? So, um, you know, buying, buying safer products, um, you can become a band of beauty member. It's $29. So if you're like, I love the products, um, and I, I really want to support this movement. Um, you should become a band of beauty member for $29, which that $29 goes to one of the three nonprofits that beauty counter supports, which is one is environmental working group that we've talked about. One is healthy child, healthy world, which advocates for children who, you know, as a child can't advocate on their behalf. Um, and then breast cancer fund, which is a fantastic, um, nonprofit looking to just stop breast cancer, um, figuring out the cause. 
um, for breast cancer and just get rid of it. Um, so that $29 goes to them. And then as a Band of Beauty member, you get free shipping every time you send $100 or more. So the $5.95 shipping is waived. You get 15% um, back in product credits, um, which is awesome. So if you spend $100, you save $5.95 and you have $15 to use towards a future product purchase. Um, as well as there's perks and delights throughout the year and a free gift with sign up as a band of beauty member, which right now is our number one brightening oil that won a best of beauty award from Allure magazine. And that's a $68 value that you get for free. So that's a really great thing. And then, you know, if you're like, I love what I'm hearing. And if you've tried the products or not, and you're like, I think I want to talk about becoming a consultant, then you would definitely want to reach out to Christina and learn more about the consultant opportunity so you could see if that's a good fit for you or not. Yes. Love all of that. And we have, I'm like, I get so giddy about all the new launches and the holiday sets right now that are out are insane. Like, I cannot, I think every single person I talk to, I tell they need to get an Ultimate Nudes palette, like, immediately. Oh my gosh, it's like groundbreaking how cool it is and the fact that it's safe is amazing yeah and like definitely check out the holiday sets because did because i mean there's literally something for everybody if you want like the the body washes the bar soaps amazing you know and you can get some yes. for your kids and your well counterman counterman sold out but Definitely. Yes, but you know what? Men love the charcoal bar. It yes. is amazing. I have, I cannot tell you how many male clients I have that buy the charcoal bar um, and just are obsessed with it. So we have a great set right now with the charcoal bar and the charcoal mask, um, which is a really fun thing to get, you know, that dapper dad or yeah. guy in your life. Or anyone with skin issues. My cousin, I actually just got him to start using the charcoal bar and he said it cleared his acne. It is. It's really, it's, you know, and it's unfortunate. A lot of the ingredients, even in acne products, um, are kind of contributing to the acne problems, I think. So yeah. when you just can get really clean ingredients, that sometimes is just half the battle. Um, and then, you know, regulating your hormones, which we don't want to add hormone disrupting ingredients, you know, to skin that's already having hormone issues. So um, yeah, there's, there's some great stuff and, you know, dependent upon what your skin issues needs are, that's where, you know, working with a consultant is so great to help you get the right products. Exactly. Okay. And then last question. So if somebody's brand new to this and they're like, I don't know what product to try first, what would you recommend? Oh man. Well, I mean, it so depends on what you're looking for. I mean, like we just said, the charcoal bar, I feel like, you know, just about everyone loves that product. I think the only person that doesn't need the charcoal bar is, you know, someone with super, super dry skin. Um, that may not be a good fit for you, but, um, I'm recently, I'm obsessed with our counter match. Um, that whole line, it uses biomimicry technology it has changed my face. I'm obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with the moisturizer, the sleep recovery cream, the hydrating serum. Uh, it's phenomenal. And that's just great for all skin types. So, Yes. And I, I, I would say those, I agree with that. And then also the all of the shampoos and conditioners. Oh, totally. Those. Yeah. Yes. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm really excited for you. So fun. Yeah. And no, I, I love you, Christina. And I just, I have to give you a shout out. I just think you're so just, you know, ahead of your time and how much you're trying to help educate people 
from a healthy living standpoint on so many, you know, like we talked about all these different factors. It's not just what you eat. It's not just what you put on your skin. Um, you know, it's, it's so important. And I love that that's what you're pushing to help your audience understand and, and be that support and provide those resources to them. So I really appreciate that you wanted to have me today. And I love that we got connected um, as I love your friendship too. Thank you so much. I'm going to tear up. No, I'm so appreciative of you and everything you've taught me through this whole process. Like, I don't know. I always think like it was like a year ago now that you reached out to me and who would have thought that we'd be here today, you know? So yeah. Um, if anybody wants to reach out to you or find you, what's a good way to get a hold of you? They have questions. Well, you know, my Instagram account that's blowing through the followers (laughs) Um, I'm Nicole Marie Christensen, um, or you can email me at Nicole Christensen at outlook.com and it's N I C O L E C H R I S T E N S E N. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes too. Okay. Well, thank you so much again for coming on and I will talk to you again soon. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Nicole, for coming on the show. I had so much fun talking to her as usual. I love her so much. She's an incredible human. And you guys should definitely reach out to her if you have any questions. And you can also always reach out to me. You can email me at addictedtolovely at gmail.com. And I'm always happy to answer any questions. And if you want to shop with me as your consultant, you can go to beautycounter.com slash Christina Rice. And if you need recommendations for any products or any questions, if you want to learn more about the consultant opportunity, if you want me to be your mentor, if you want to join my team with Nicole, then reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about this. I'm so passionate about this whole movement. And as usual, all information that you need will be in the show notes, all of Nicole's info, how you can reach out to your representatives to try and help us with this movement towards safer beauty in personal care products. So I hope you guys liked that. I hope you learned a lot and make sure you leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you haven't already, make sure you join our Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation. We'd love to see you in there and I'll talk to you guys again next week. Bye.